And welcome to Tuesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. A lot of headlines in the last 12 hours. Let's get to those. Number one, the coronavirus updates. A second Bartow County resident has died of the virus. That happened on Monday. Had been a patient at Cartersville Medical Center. We should have information on him later on today. He is the second to die from Bartow County. As we said, a Cartersville resident died Saturday at age 69. He had been under care down at Kennestone. That's the third victim from Northwest Georgia. All three tied to the church at Liberty Square. We're told now as many as five members of that congregation have died from coronavirus. We'll have more details on that later on today. The state death toll has now reached 26. That's as of Monday evening. Local hospitals are caring for 17 confirmed patients. 77 others are awaiting test results. Overall, this will sound confusing. Overall, 81 people so far have tested positive for the virus in our five-county area. City of Rome has adopted a shelter-in-place stance with caveats for essential businesses around town. All that starts today at 5 p.m. An hour later, 6 p.m., the Floyd County Commission is scheduled to consider a similar declaration. We'll have continuing coverage of that for you as well. And our updates today on what's closed, both Rome City Schools and Bartow County Schools now say they'll remain closed through April 10th. Classes will resume on April 13th as currently scheduled. Also, the recycling center has closed here in Rome, but some of the remote sites will continue to accept paper and cardboard. Also, two more area banks have closed their lobbies, shifting to drive-through and or uh, cell phone mobile applications there. Other news today, who's doing what to help those in need? A lot happening out there. Some good news out there. Heritage First Bank is accepting donations now, cash and checks for the hard-hit community kitchen. We'll have details how you can help there. Also, big support yesterday from Rome City Schools. They had a medical supplies drive. Incredible response there by the community. Polk County Schools also chipping in from their college and career academies. And St. Mary's kids and families are spending their downtime, their off time, making masks. As many as 62 already have been crafted by the kids and their families. Also, another news today, Ware Mechanical Weather Center, please pay attention here. Number one, we have a dense fog advisory in effect till 10 o'clock this morning. After that, we could see some severe weather later on today. According to the Weather Service, quote, the main, the two main hazards will be strong to damaging winds, hail, and a brief tornado or two. That's possible. Continuing coverage on our website and our social media throughout the day and evening. In Buzz today, the Floyd County Republican women have canceled their April 7th meeting. The cheapest local gas right now is over in Bartow County, 178 a gallon, that according to AAA. Also, we'll tell you that resurfacing efforts are going to get underway soon on Georgia 53 in eastern Gordon County. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mrs. Susan Ann Womack, Ashley, and also longtime local businessman George Child Slickman. Dining news back today. We have food scores for you this morning from all four, five counties in the area. Greater Community Bank brings you Crime Watch updates daily from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. Now posted on the website in our Chick-fil-A sports report this morning. Tokyo Summer Games looks like they're now going to be delayed till 2021. That's according to several ranking members. USA Today has that story. More updates from the Atlanta Falcons. Barry College has welcomed some new volleyball signees from across the area. And we have the fall high school football schedule. And we should have some more football news for you later on today from local high schools as well. All right, time for today's rant of the day. We'll start with this. 
Monday evening, most thought Governor Brian Kemp would make a critical call to tell Georgians to basically shelter in place. Instead, he focused mostly on older residents and those with existing health issues, asking them to stay at home. The governor went on to list specifically what has been done to help the healthcare community to try to cope with the rising number of confirmed and suspected coronavirus cases across the state. He opened his webcast and telecast Friday and Monday evening, mourning Georgia's 25 victims to date. Another died in Bartow County to boost that total to 26. Ninety minutes after the governor's speech, as the Rome City Commission met around computer screens, other issues were addressed in a prompt fashion, including the rezoning of much of the River District across the Ustanala from Broad Street and downtown Rome. At the end of the meeting, Mayor Bill Collins started a pitch for a caveat-filled shelter-in-place decree for Rome's 36,500 residents. City Attorney Andy Davis seemingly read line for line from the 11-page document that some commissioners say they never saw until an hour before the meeting began, and that time frame might be generous. And as some members are in the community are saying, at least the commission had a chance to look at it ahead of time. They did not have a chance to comment on it, that being the community. The city edict takes effect at 5 tonight. An hour later, the, sit, the county commission is scheduled to review a decree of its own, probably along much of the same lines. We hope to get you an early look at that later on this afternoon. The reaction to the city decision has been decidedly mixed, of course. Some wanted stronger action. Others praised the commission for doing what the governor and the president have yet to do. Still others demanded clarity, citing the rambling nature of the document. Others again questioned why there was no public discussion. And a few wanted to know what took so long as separate city commissioners have been begging for earlier meetings to open a dialogue about sheltering in place and adopting maybe some of the suggestions the healthcare community submitted in advance of last Tuesday, fast Thursday's, pardon me, county decree, countywide decree, shutting restaurant dining rooms and a few other steps. So who's right and who's wrong here? That's something to fuel the high court of Facebook today and throughout the week. But here are the indicators we're watching. They include the scant details from area hospitals and public health on the number of people testing positive, those awaiting tests, and sadly, the obituaries. There's a reason Governor Brian Kemp said two of Georgia's hardest-hit counties were receiving 30 ventilators to help cope with the medical crisis. Knowing that one of those counties is Floyd County underscores a simple fact. Government, on all levels, waited too long to act. We know that Floyd is an epicenter because we're a medical hub for northwest Georgia and, yes, northeast Alabama. And we know how many of the local cases stem from a fateful March service at the church at Liberty Square in Cartersville. Those stricken have been sent to Floyd, Redmond, Cartersville Medical, Kennestone, and Cherokee Northside Hospitals. It's not a question of where the beast came from. It's a question of what's being done to stop it. We're told the initial report of the Cave Spring principal contacting Coronavirus was the trigger for action in Rome and Floyd County. If so, we ask this, why did we as a community wait so long to pull that trigger? We've been in a reactive mode all along here rather than proactive. Now we'll see if those latest steps help or maybe are too little and too late. This is John Druckermiller with HometownHeadlines.com asking you to stay with us throughout the day for more updates on the coronavirus as well as what could be an afternoon and evening of tricky weather. We'll be at HometownHeadlines.com. Have a safe day in Northwest Georgia.